to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, and today's one is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be sharing the audio with you from a podcast I did with a great friend and client of mine, Sam Bashiri, on his brand new podcast, From Thousands to Millions. It was a fun chat. Um, I was on the other end of the interview for for once, and um, I really enjoyed it, and I think you'll get a lot of value from the show. So if you do, please do take a screenshot of today's show. And of course, go and check out Sam's podcast, as I said, from thousands to millions. Um, Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's chat. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, Going From Thousands to Millions. Um, Interesting times using Zoom for the first time, which is interesting, so... Hopefully, everything goes as planned. Um, today, I'm really, really excited to have someone on that, you know, I met probably six to eight months ago, who I call a great friend, someone that I look up to in the fitness world, but someone that's also just a really kind, humble, down-to-earth guy. So, Danny Kennedy, welcome to my podcast. It's great to have you on board, mate. Sam, thanks so much for having me on, man. Um, and I appreciate the kind words. It's been um, I've I've been very blessed to to come across um, you know cross paths with you, and it's been awesome to get to know you. And um, yeah, I'm I'm very humbled to be on the show. Thanks, mate. Thank you for coming on. And you know, I remember one of my first podcasts was your pod- podcast. You know, it was the, one of the first ones that I you know ever been on. Uh, so you know, it's 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 good to you know, have you online now and talk about things that I, you know, all the questions that I have to ask you, because there's so many questions that I'd like to ask you. And, and the whole point of this podcast is really, it's all unplanned, right? There's no questions that, you know, that have been pre-written, no scripts. It's just really chat between two mates, you know, and then sharing our stories and sharing it with all the audience and just getting it out there so that people can have a, insight view of who we are and what we do so thank you um, i um I, I love that man and it was it's funny you mentioned about my podcast when you're on i remember after the show I, I said to you i was like you have to start your own like the the amount of people that would love to to hear what you have to say and um and you know i, I do the same with guests on my show as people would know if they heard our chat like i try and keep it very conversational because there's so many times where you know I'm having a chat with a mate of mine or you know we might be training and we're having a, a good conversation and I wish you know I only wish that we could have had it recorded and then just posted it online because like some of the stuff that we talk about without any intention of it being an interview um, is just absolute gold so this is that's why podcasting is so enjoyable because you can just have conversations and people someone could hear it and it could be the one thing that they needed to hear that'll completely be a game changer for them spot on so that said so tell me a little bit about you so were you born here in australia yeah man i was born so i grew up in country victoria in a, a town called horsham and um you know i got two brother uh, sorry i've got one brother and a sister um and i grew up grew up there and lived there until i finished year 12 so um growing up i was playing football and basketball and um and then i eventually finished school had decided to actually give basketball a miss. And for the first time ever, I decided to kind of step away from basketball and focus on footy. And then within like maybe three days, I think it was, I got a call asking me to move to Melbourne for basketball. So that decision um, flipped on its head pretty much straight away. And within a week, I was living in Melbourne for two years for basketball full time. And um, 
and yeah, I, that, that was kind of the beginning of my journey. And I've stayed in, in Melbourne ever since, obviously, but um, I'd already done kind of my personal trainer qualification separate to year 12 while I was in year 12, um, just as a bit of a, I don't even know why I did it, to be honest. I did it um, just so I could have something if I needed it later on in life. And obviously it, um, it worked out for the best. So, so basketball is what brought you to Melbourne? Yeah. So basketball was my life, man. Like um, every, you know, every single day, everything I did was for basketball. Like literally everything I did from, from when I was in baby year one, all the way up to year 12. And then after that, obviously for two years um, in Melbourne. And then, and eventually that all came to an end. Um, once I had an ankle reconstruction at, at the end of 2013, which, um, you know, we were talking about on text about last night about how so many good things can come from, you know, hard and, and bad situations. Like when I had my ankle reconstruction, I was the worst. Like I was so depressed. It was, it was, um, it was devastating, but it was the biggest blessing because that's what put me on the path that I'm on now. And I wouldn't have done any of the, the stuff that I've done so far. I wouldn't have met any of the people that I've met so far if it hadn't have been for that. So, um, you know, at the time it was no good but it's ended up being the biggest blessing. Wow, it's so true. So take me back to when you were a child. Mm -hmm. What made you get into basketball? Was it, did you, like, was it someone you looked up to? Did it, was it something that just happened in the playground? You grabbed the ball, took a shot, and was like, wow, I like this. What, do you remember? Because it's a long time ago, and I don't expect you yeah. to remember, but if you do, I really want to know. What made you pick up that ball and actually, you know, follow the whole thing with basketball? Yeah, man. Well, basically, any sport that you could do, I was right into. I just loved being active and my whole family was very active and I'm very lucky that mum and dad kind of gave us all the opportunities to try different sports and stuff. And then basketball, I don't know what it was. I just loved it straight away and um, and... It was something that I had always had to work extremely hard at. I also love football. And, you know, come to think of it now, like I probably got more enjoyment from football, but I was just fixated on playing basketball. Like I, it was all I wanted to do. Um, when I started off, I was kind of, I'd say a fair bit behind everybody else. Um, that was in my kind of like age, age group. Yeah. And to be honest, like I, I've talked about this a few times and I think about this a lot, like, my junior career with basketball is what set me up and like built the foundations for the qualities that I have now that have like been the reason why, you know, I've started to do well with personal training and I've started to do well with building relationships and providing value to other people because, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I was very lucky with the opportunities I got with basketball, but I had so many disappointments in my junior career. Like I missed out on so many opportunities. I missed so many teams. I got cut from so many selections. I had, you know, disappointment after disappointment over and over and over again. And that was definitely what built up that resilience that I have now, I think, to the point where I just don't care if I, if someone says, no, I don't care if I fail, I don't care if I lose whatever it is. It doesn't affect me now because I knew that at the time, every single time I miss one of those teams or whatever, it never even crossed my mind that I was going to quit. It was like, all right, it's just another, another speed bump, get back to work, see what we can do and just keep moving forward. Like I'm used to it. Let's just keep going forward. And, um, you know, it definitely, like I said, I had so many really cool opportunities because I didn't give up. And when it got to the point where 
I was no longer playing basketball and I was now focusing on business, I realized that all this hard work that I've always put in over the years, even though that's always been in someone else's control, whether or not I made a team, it's now in my control. Like my success is comes down to what I do and the effort I put in. And I think that's why I'm like so in love with what I do and, and so in love with helping other people and, and sharing my experience with business because it does come down to, to what you do. If you put in the work, you'll see the results. And regardless of how many times you, you fail along the way, it will happen. If you stay persistent with it and you continue to put in the work, it will happen. And, um, and But you're the one that's got to do the work. No one's going to do it for you. Spot on. That is so well said and is so true. So tell me, um, got into basketball, moved to Melbourne, which is a huge commitment, right? Yeah. At, at that age to get up from Horsham, make the move. And, I, and, I've, and I've crossed paths with a lot of people that have gone through that process, you know, got up from the country and moved to a big city. I'm mm. guessing you came here by yourself? Yeah, yeah, I left, left home, had never, never lived away from home, obviously, and just moved down here and moved in with a complete random who is now one of my best mates, um, but moved in with a complete random and all of a sudden was doing everything for myself, was, you know, finding my own way to training, was doing my own washing, cooking, paying rent, all this type of stuff, stuff that I'd never even, you know, I, I finished school and didn't have any expectation to move out straight away. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to hang around for a year and just work and play footy and take it easy. And then all of a sudden, within the space of a week, I've got to grow up pretty quick. Well, it must have been shocked to the system, but at the same time, that's what makes you grow, right? Sometimes you're thrown into the deep end and things happen and a lot of people uh, sink and a lot of people swim, right? And I love that feeling personally when you're thrown a challenge and it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's like when I travel, and I go somewhere for the first time, it's like I feel like a brand new person again. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing and experiencing new things, which is what yeah. I personally love. So I can imagine it would have been pretty similar to that, you know? Yeah, like it. And ever since, I've always done that same thing. Like I, I take, I've taken that on board now and everything I do, I just jump in the deep end. Like I try, and, I try and go all in because if you don't have enough skin in the game, that's where you come up with excuses. That's where people will go, you know, I'm going to go to the gym for the next eight weeks because I want to lose a bit of fat, but they haven't, they've got no accountability. They haven't, they've, they've got no reason to, to say yes on the days where they can't be bothered. You know what I mean? Like they've given themselves excuses. Whereas by jumping in the deep end and then just seeing what happens, even, you know, with business, I'll, uh, you know, like there's things like at the moment I'm creating a new course for females. Like I'm going to open the course, a 16 week course with only 14, with only four weeks of it done. So then people are in there that forces me then to actually build out the rest of it. Or, you know, last year I, I've never done a boxing fight. I've never been a boxer. I signed up to a professional boxing match in December. Uh, I went through the whole training camp and skipped the whole, you know, maybe it's not the smartest decision, but I skipped the whole amateurs. I went straight to a professional boxing match. So um, whatever I do, I try and just go all in um, because, you know, if you're setting your goals, yeah, and I'm, all, I'm well and truly aware of the fact that you know, setting ridiculous goals that are unachievable. Um, it can be disappointing, but if you're setting big goals to reach for, even if you fail, the things that you're going to achieve along the way are so much higher than if you set yourself some mediocre goal and just achieve it. You know, it's all well and good to set a goal that you know you can achieve, but wherever you've gotten nowhere. So I, I just think if you, if you go all in, then the benefits, um, put yourself way outside of your comfort zone and that's where the magic happens. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think, 
I think like a lot of us are wired differently and a lot of us or some of us or whatever it may be, uh, that's how we operate and that's how the best, our, our best comes out, which, which, which I want to bring back what's happening you know, today and in the, in the world and what's happening mm-hmm. that, that can bring out the best in a lot of people, um, even though you know, it's, it's such, a, such a terrible time. But I've, I've got a lot to ask you. So that's <laughs> it. I want to go back to, so moved here, played basketball, and then you had the injury. Okay, yeah. that must have been daunting at that moment, right? Looking back now, it opened up a totally different opportunity and you are where you are. You're very successful in your own right doing what you're doing, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But going back to that moment when that injury happened, what I want to know is how did you feel and what did you do? Yeah, well, at the time, like I said at the start of that our chat, like it was, it was so disappointing. I felt like I'd built up some good momentum. I'd put in two years of really hard work. I knew where I wanted to go. And all of a sudden I had this roadblock, which completely cut me off from doing that. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not that dissimilar to what's going on at the moment. Like I went from training, I went from training like three, four hours a day, every day, my mindset was totally on what I want to do with my basketball. It's all of a sudden not being able to do it at all. Out of your control, There's people at the moment. It's out, out of my control. control. I, I, can't, control. I can't control it. I can't control that. Yeah, and on. there's yeah. people now going through, we're all going through the same thing now. Yeah. You, know, if, you know, it's funny that you talk about it as well. Like I just had a shoulder Rico seven yeah. weeks ago. That's so right. at the moment, I can't go to work because the gym's shut. Um, I can't train because my shoulder... I can't use my shoulder yet. I can't go out to dinner with my girlfriend or go out and see my friends because we can't. Yeah. But this is all this is all completely out of our control. And I made a podcast on this last week. It's all well and good to sit here and go, poor me, I can't do this, can't do that. Um, I wish I could do this, I wish I could do that. But the more we think about it, it doesn't it's not gonna change the result. After I had my ankle Rico, if I got the more disappointed I got or the more I thought about the fact that I couldn't train and play basketball wasn't going to make it any quicker until I could play. So instead of sitting there, you know, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like the first couple of weeks I was, uh, I, you know, I sucked it up. I was pretty, pretty depressed and, and sat at home and felt sorry for myself and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but after that, I started to realize that I had to focus on what I could control because everything else was just a waste of energy. So I put all of my focus into what I could do. And for me at the time, I realized that I had my personal training qualification um, as soon as I could walk with crutches, I realized that I could go and start working. And from that point onwards, I realized I could start to build my business and start to learn new things that I hadn't had the time to do before, um, get outside of my comfort zone in different areas that I wouldn't usually do because I'm so used to doing the same thing over and over again. And then ultimately getting out of my comfort zone is what helped me grow and, and realize that there was more to, for me at the time, there was more to life than basketball. But for a lot of people now, you, you start to realize all these things that maybe you should have been doing before that you weren't. And now you realize it's a bit too late. Um, so you start doing it or you start getting out of your comfort zone and trying things you've never done before and putting yourself in a better position for when this is all over, because the more we think about it, the more we talk about it, it's not going to change it. So there's no point wasting our energy on it. We may as well put our energy into things like what we're doing right now. We're creating content. Um, you know, I've just been training people outside, um, after this, I'm going to work on the new course that I'm going to launch after this all passes over. So there's so much that we can do. Um, so why waste our time and energy worrying about what we can't control? I totally agree with you. And it's ironic how 
certain things connect in a certain way, you know, and like, you know, what you said about, you know, where you were with the basketball and you got on with it, you know, and one of the things that I've realised in life is that um, you played certain cards and whether good or bad, uh, but we just have to continue to move forward. Um, and yes, things happen. And yes, it's not fair sometimes. And yes, it's not, you know, why me and so on, but it is what it is. As you said, and which I totally agree with, it's out of my control. There's nothing I can do yeah. about it. What is in my control is movement and progression and doing something to move forward and better my life. Um, yeah. It's interesting, you know, and, and each to their own, in their own way. We're all, you know, in different positions in our lives, but we, we all have the choice and the opportunity to do new things. So tell me. And Sam, before, uh, yeah. sorry to cut, sorry to cut yeah. you off, but... It's something that I've taken away from all this, these experiences and looking back at it now, it was kind of staring me in the face, but it was really my girlfriend, Danielle, who taught me this. It's that like everything happens for a reason and you always hear people say that and you never really resonate to it until you've truly start to believe that that's the case. So it, it is what it is. You can't change it. If it's meant to be, it'll be. If it's not, it won't. So everything happens for a reason right now. You know, you may may find it hard to find the positives in in what's happening at the moment, but everything happens for a reason. You got to focus on what you can control, and what will be will be. Hundred percent, I totally agree with you, mate. You know, and it actually makes you realise how blessed and lucky we are to have what we have. Um, we take a lot of things mm. for granted. You know, for myself, like you know, going out for dinners and having the freedom that I've had in my life. You know, and like you know, not being able to go out and have a dinner in the last four or five weeks. It's yeah. to realize, you know, those things are actually, it makes you realize that you appreciate them more. And when you yeah. do it, you actually enjoy the experience much more rather than, you know, being able to do it day in, day out. But also, you know, with me, um, uh, you know, my, my uh, wife having to go through surgery next week, such so that, you know, that her and the kids have been isolated for two weeks. So I've been by myself. And I tell you what, mate, you know, it's, it's been very difficult. I'm not going to lie, you know, yeah. uh, but it's, but it's really, really grounded me even more. And it's made me realize what's important in life. Um, yeah. It's made me realize that, yeah, everything's not going to be perfect every day. I'm not going to be happy every day. And that's okay. And, mate, you know what? Something that's really personally helped me through getting through all this time has been exercise. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've really tried hard to get up every morning and exercise. And, and, and release those endorphins. And, you know, I can vouch personally for me, it's done wonders. Um, yesterday I did an exercise and I felt terrible. I was just yeah. bored, I was walking around trying to eat as much as I can. Um, but, you know, <laughs> just binge eating because I was just yeah. not in the right mindset. And for mm. me, you know, growing up, exercise was about looking perfect and looking buffed and all that, right? Yeah. But as I've got older, it's totally not, for me personally, it's not about that whatsoever. For me, yeah. it's a bonus. You know, if I gain some, you know, better physique, that's fantastic and that's a bonus. But yeah. for me, it's been mentally so, yeah. so powerful. What it does for me mentally, I cannot put it in words, mate. It's just phenomenal. And, you know, um, you know I've been one of those guys that exercised for maybe six or 12 months. And, and gain massive gains because I, I exercised since I was 12 years old. You know, I used to hit the weights when I was 10, 12 years old. Um, so I get massive gains and I stopped. So there was a lot of going through that cycle of start and stop till I met you. You know, I met you eight, nine mm. months ago. 
and you know, you've really personally helped me um, and put things in perspective for me. Uh, and you know, and for me, it's been less about the gains in terms of physique, physical gains. It's been more about yeah. mental. And I would love to hear your perspective on that. You know, you've trained amazing bunch of people. You know, uh, you know, mm. you, you're, you're you're simply the best at what you do. And and you know, you, you have you know, you, you've dedicated a lot of your time and effort. And and what I love about what you do is you share. You know, you share things, you share your experiences through your content and your podcast. So tell me, yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts on that? I couldn't agree more. And as you said before, like at, through this time at the moment, you realize that, um, you know, how lucky we are to have certain things and how much you appreciate the little things that you do. But it also helps you understand that all of a sudden, you know, and, and I'll be the first to admit, like I love cars. You obviously love cars. Yeah. Uh, materialistic things are fantastic, but you start to realize that all of a sudden, none of that shit matters anymore because you start to focus on what is actually important when it comes down to it. And that is the people you have around you. That is the relationships you have. It's texting your mates in the morning to make sure they're going all right. It's, it's all that type of stuff that you, and your health is the most important out of all of it. Cause if you don't have your health, yeah. you don't have anything. Yeah. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Like, yes, training is fantastic for physical progress. And it's all, it's, it's, it's obviously a great way to, to, to push yourself. And it's awesome to see changes in your body when you're training and you're putting in the work and you see those results. But Mentally, it's huge. And, you know, I've done a lot of work and, and content around mental health. Yeah. And every single person that I've spoken to that is in their mental health kind of industry talks about how important physical health is to improving your mental health and vice versa. So, um, you know, even myself at the moment, the last kind of two months not being able to train because of my surgery, yeah. you know, I don't really care the fact that I've put on a little bit of fat or I've lost muscle. Like it is what it is. I can get that back when I train again. But the main thing I'm missing is those endorphins that I used to get every single day from training. It's the, you know, the increase in productivity, the self-esteem, all that type of stuff that you get from training. Yeah. It does set you up to have such, such a, so much of a better day. You treat everyone else a lot better. You're way more productive. Yeah. Um, like you said, your, your clarity is so much better. So for me, I think at the moment, it's almost like a great way for a lot of people to, to actually realize that. And for also for the people that probably don't usually exercise enough, I've seen so many people, you know, I've been training people outside. So I've seen so many more people walk into town, so many more people walk in the lake, so many more people out exercising. So I think a lot of people now are understanding that when everything goes back to normal, this is something they need to keep in their daily routine because people are being forced to exercise because there's nothing else to do. <laughs> there's not much else we can do. So people are going to start to see those benefits and realize that without our health, we have, we have nothing. So, you know, health is wealth is, is what a lot of, um, a lot of people say. So it is extremely important, not only physically, but mentally as well. And I, I have not, I have not come across, you know, all the, I listen to a lot of podcasts, audio books, read a lot of books and watch interviews and stuff online. I don't think I've ever come across anyone that has been significantly successful that doesn't prioritize their health. Yeah, and even those that have previously not prioritized it and now do say, say in their interviews about how much more successful they've become and how much more happy they have become since bringing 
fitness into their into their daily routine. Um, so yeah, I think it's like I said when we started training, it was awesome. I said to you that I wanted to you know get in a very consistent routine of you training. I told you that you'd be way more productive at work. You're going to feel a lot better, and and you've obviously taken that on board, and um, and the results have been speak for themselves. So um, yeah. It's done wonders for you. It's done wonders for me. No, and thank you. And it's done wonders for me. And for me, previously being a young boy, you know, it was all about you know physical appearance, um, mm. but it's really changed for me. It's all about here, and you know, mental health is a massive issue, and and a lot of people go through it. And a lot of people go through that journey without even realizing they're going through it, right? And, and yeah. they think, oh well, oh, something's wrong with me, or what's why is this happening to me? But I, I, I'm a massive believer. I'm a massive believer. I know firsthand. You know, um, for me, it does wonders. And, you know, and, and for me, one of the things that I recommend to everybody is that you've got to make it part of your daily routine. Simple as that, right? And, and you know, yeah. you, get, you get people say, oh, well, oh, I don't have time. Well, that's, I hate that. I hate that I don't have time. You have time to eat. Yeah. You have time to do a million other things. You don't have half an hour to an hour to exercise. So I think it's very, very important to make that part of your routine. Um, I talked about this morning, you know, I get a lot of DMs on my Instagram and, and I get a lot of people hit me up and, you know, talk about, hey, Meg, you know, um, I'm trying to do this thing or I'm doing this and I'm doing that because of what's going on. And I, you know, I'm, I'm you know, bringing out toilet paper, I'm bringing a hand sanitizer, I'm doing this, that. And, you know, I, I actually love the fact that they're, you know, everyone's stepping up and hustling and doing what they can. You know, they're mm. not hating anyone. They're trying to add value yeah, yeah. and good on them for yeah. doing it. And, and, I, and I applaud them for that. But at the same time, um, I'm seeing a lot of people lose focus on what they are doing, uh, they were doing currently, and jumping and grabbing onto new things. And like, you yeah. know, I think like it's really important to innovate and change when times are hard. And I understand like yeah. some people have to do that because there's no other option. But, um, you know, how have you, what have you done with your business? Obviously, it's, it's had a massive impact on what you do, but you know I don't see you going and selling hand sanitizers and other things. And, they, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that whatsoever. Um, I understand, like if you're in manufacturing, yes, well, manufacture something different. So it's totally within what yeah. you're doing, realm of what you're doing. Mm. Um, but has it affected you? And what have you done? And what changes have you had to step up and do, if any? Yeah, I, I think what you're talking about is the the shiny shiny object syndrome, and you see the same thing with health and fitness. It's always jump into the new fad diet or jumping to the new fad program that everyone's doing with no purpose. And you know, purpose is the one word that that means so much. So for me, and for you know, most successful people that you see, and even you know, some people at the moment that are doing the hand sanitizers and stuff, they know their purpose. Their purpose is. You know, it might be to try and make as much money as they can. It might be to try and have an impact. It might be to try and be a businessman, entrepreneur, whatever it is. So, you know, good on them. But like, I think once you know your why and once you know your purpose, that's all that matters. You'll, regardless of what happens, what, what gets thrown at you, you'll always find a way to, to be able to stick to that purpose and stick to that why. Because every day when you wake up, you know, you know why you're doing what you're doing. And so for me at the moment, you know, to, you know, two weeks ago, whatever it was now to get the, the email or the text saying that the gym's going to be closed for, yeah. you know, three to six months. Wow. I don't all of a sudden go, oh, damn, well, I'm not a PT anymore. I'm going to become a fucking that's what I mean. builder. Yeah, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to get at. I mean? This is what I'm trying to get at. That's exactly that. <laughs> so for me, that means I, I then go home and I go, all right, so I can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. What can I do? So for me, that is... 
I'm training clients outside. That is, I've started a virtual workouts program where people can follow workouts at home through a live video three times per week. That's recording two to three podcasts per week instead of one because I have so much more time now. But the, the, the message is still the same. It's just more, I can just do more of it. Yeah. Um, that is changing all of my clients' programs from you know strength-based training programs in the gym to workouts that they can do at home. So it's just a matter of taking what's coming at you and adapting. You have to be able to adapt. And I think this is going to be so good for a lot of businesses and a lot of business owners when we go back to normal because all of a sudden, you know, during the week when everything's normal and you get an email saying, you know, oh, you know, I might get an email from you saying or a text from you saying, hey, man, can't, can't make it to MSAC today. Can we train at the office? You know, maybe on a normal time I would go, oh, well, now I've got to leave the gym and I've got to go to Sam's office and come back. Whereas all of a sudden that just seems like absolutely nothing when we go back to normal. So you've got to be able to adapt and, and, and move forward. So I think at the moment, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. I've lost probably 80% of my business at the moment. And it's all, it's easy for me to be able to go, oh, well, this is shit. I'm just going to sit here and wait until everything goes and go back to normal. Or I can do what I'm doing right now and try and figure out different ways to deliver the same message in, in other ways or put this time into building up stuff for when everything goes back to normal so I can then share that with everyone else. So um, the purpose is still the same. Nothing doesn't change. You just, you just have to adapt. Yeah, I love that. You hit the nail in the head because that's exactly what it is. You haven't lost your focus. You know, one of the things mm. that I heard a long time ago, I don't know if it's from Steve Jobs, he said, if I had, you know, there's so many ideas and if I did every, I planned to every single idea that came up, I wouldn't be where I am today because I couldn't concentrate on what my main focus was, right? And, you know, yeah. I love exactly what you've done is you've taken technology and everything else that you can adapted it and most likely you knew all this anyway before mm. not that you just learned this overnight you already knew this but you never had the time or you were never forced into it so yeah. you know, what i love about you is you still dabble in technology because you're one of the first people that did a podcast and your podcast has been so successful right and i love it you know so it's you were you were and anyway it was in your own field you know because you you took the first steps and you did things yeah. right so it's not that you didn't but then this thing happens and you're like, okay, well, I can go and become a builder or something else. Or no, yes, it's happened. How do I bring technology into it? How do I innovate? Yeah. And all you're really doing is you're actually building more products that you can actually continue to provide people Correct. when this is all over. Because, yeah. and, and, you know, and I see that. So you're actually investing, taking this time to invest. And yes, uh, you know, diversify, but at the same time invest. But the focus is still the same. It's still the same. And I was talking to a business owner the other day. They, are, um, they own Pilates studios. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's a very physical, yeah. uh, physical based business. So people have to come into the studios, they pay their memberships, they do the classes and they go home. All of a sudden, all the studios are closed. You can't use any of the equipment, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they've just, they've just started this, you know, free Facebook group where they're using one of their studios to film virtual workouts, you know, however many days per week. Well, I don't know how many days it is. And I was talking to them and they're saying, you know, we've got like four or 5,000 people in this group for free following our workouts. And I'm like, this is so good for you because when, when everything goes back to normal, all of a sudden, you know, it's 5,000 people now and it's been two weeks. By the time it's three to six months, you're going to have tens of thousands of people in this group that, you know, you're giving some, you're building up trust and you're providing a service for free. Yeah. So when everything goes back to normal, one, they're way more willing to actually buy products off you because you've given them so much value for free. And two, 
you've got this huge database of people that you can now provide an online service to because you've never had to do it in the past. Whereas now you've probably learned the ins and outs of how to provide online services. So you can actually get people to pay for your service now. So it's not all, it's not all bad. Spot on. I love that, man. I love your attitude. And you know, this is, you know, the reason why we do this podcast, you know, is to give back to people and share our personal experiences. You know, I don't, I never claim to know it all. I don't claim to be a mentor. I don't claim to be any of that stuff. I am just me. You're who you are, but we all have our own stories. And you know, the whole point of this podcast are to share those stories and to show, especially the young generation, right? And um, that, mm. you know, there's always a, there's a silver lining in, that, in every situation and, and then yeah. focus and push forward. Um, so tell me, what are your goals? You know, you've, you've obviously had a very successful career doing your personal training. What's next at Danny Kennedy? Where are you going? Uh, you know, tell me, you know, just a little bit about us and what you got in the works. You've told me obviously about the technology stuff and that, you, that you're doing as the adaptive. Yeah. What else, mate, you know? Look, I, I um, you know, I'm very lucky with the opportunities that I've had and what I've been able to do so far. And it's all, it's very easy to get caught up in what's next, I think, and, yeah. and not like look at what has been done. Yeah. In saying that though, like I, I'm not even close to being near where I want to be. That's so right. like I'm, I'm only just starting. I'm only just starting. So for me, that. like I want to, you know, build up my online audience as much as I can with the podcast with my email list, I send out free emails every single day um, and build up my online coaching and consulting business as much as I can. So I can, I can reach more people basically like my whole goal is to is be able to provide as much value as possible to as many people as I can. So, you know, for me to grow my following online, it's not so I can say I've got hundred thousand followers It's to say it's so that every single time I post, I've got more of a chance of helping someone. So I want to build that up as much as I can to, provide more value to more people and also to give myself a bit more freedom to go and travel and, and to, to put time into the things that I want to put time into. Um, continue to work with people like yourself and, and like-minded people in the gym. And, and I'll never stop, you know, although I want to work, build up the online stuff, I'll never stop working with people face to face because I genuinely enjoy helping people in the gym and whatnot. And, um, and yeah, man, I, I think that's the, that's the thing, and I talk about this a, a lot, and you've touched on it already, is that the, the main, main focus should be to keep the main thing the main thing. So I know, I know what I'm doing, and there's always going to be bits and pieces that I can add to it, but in the end of the day, the path is still the same. I'm still trying to get from this point to this point. How I get there is probably going to change along the way, but, um, but the goal will always be the same, the same goal. It'll just have to you know, chop and change depending on shit like this, yeah. stuff like this happens and you got to innovate and, um, and adapt. I love that, mate. You know, I love that you say, you know, I've still got such a long way to go. And you know, what's funny, mate, like I'm 42. I still feel the same way, you know, yeah, you're just starting. Yeah. It's interesting. And like, you know, you know, I, I had a couple of boys come in um, uh, a month ago and help me with my social media stuff. You know, they were in the early twenties and they're like, just blown away. They go, we can't believe that you, you know, you're still doing things, you know, but why? Yeah. Like, you know, you should be all right. You've done well for yourself. Why don't you just chill? I'm like, but mate, that, that doesn't do anything for me. Like, it's not about the money. It's yeah. about, like, it doesn't matter how I'm 42. That shouldn't be a barrier. It's just the age, just the number, you know? No, and, and like, uh, that's something that I want to focus on a lot as well is yeah. obviously still young at the moment but like yeah. you said 42 42 is young like yeah. i want to make sure that as as i go on that yeah. that it stays the same like nothing changes like 
if I'm, you know, 20, 26 now, yeah. 36, 46, 56, yeah. you can still train, you can still provide value, you can still grow and there's always time to grow. I think uh, a lot of people just have that fixed mindset because we get taught, we get taught it like growing up, like, you know, you finish school, you go to uni, you get a job, you work until you're whatever age, you retire, that's it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but there's always there's always room um always room to grow and age really is just like just a number spot on so and it's all it's all in your mind too if you yeah. think to yourself oh, i'm getting old i need yeah. to slow down i need to stop training as much or i need to not work as much blah blah, yeah. blah then you whatever you tell yourself you will believe 100 percent, 100 percent, mate See, you know and it's it's interesting because it's just a number it's how you feel you know it's how you still have the same heart you still have that same arms it's the same head Still the same, mate. It's what yeah. you're believing, and it's how you how how much you push yourself. And, and I'm, I'm a massive believer that no matter what, if you set your mind to it, you can achieve it. Yes, it's going to be difficult based on your circumstances. It's not going to be the same for everyone. You're not all on the same playing field, but yeah. if you believe in it, you can do it. So that said, I want to touch base on a little bit of the human side. All right. So tell me. Um, what do you enjoy doing? Obviously, you enjoy exercising. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But besides exercising and that, what does it for Danny Kennedy? What, what brings that smile on your face? And what makes you, you know, happy and still yeah. feel like, wow, you know? Well, I think there's, um, I don't know, there's, a few, there's a few different things. Like, I, I'm obviously a big sports fan. I still love basketball and football. So going to, you know, support like one of my best mates, um, Plays one of the Melbourne NBL teams, so this year we we got some some seats at every game throughout the season. So you know, I go and support him. I really enjoy that. That's probably one of my you know favorite times of the week, getting to the games and and just not thinking about anything else apart from what we're doing. Yep. Um, I absolutely love music. Um, I'm very lucky to have like some friends in in, uh, in the industry and stuff as well. But I just I reckon eighty percent of the day I'm listening to music. Um, I absolutely love spending time with my girlfriend Danielle. Like that's been over the past year, that has been like the biggest blessing. Like I've, it just brings me so much um, happiness and, and joy to be able to spend time with her. And um, along with that, being able to go out for dinners and stuff, you talked about before. But that's been that's become like one of my favourite things to do. Is I can you know, I look forward to that all week. Is to be able to just go out, whether it's with Danielle or whether it's with friends, or whatever, and just go out for a nice dinner and maybe have a few wines and, and just relax and just enjoy time with good people. So, um, yeah, that's 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 what I enjoy the most. Good. And I love cars, man. I you love like cars. cars. So, yeah, I, I, that's that's the best part of the day when I'm training you is seeing what car you turn up in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> I love them too. You know, they make me happy. They make me feel like a kid again, right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big we get, we still got that kid inside us, right? And you know, for me, it makes me smile. It brings out all these different emotions. And you know, I think in life you got to treat yourself, and I think in life. You know, if you work hard, you really deserve to treat yourself and experience new things. And one of the big things for me is that um, you have to um, you have to experience things for yourself. Mm. And once you feel something, you sit in that car, you feel it. Or once you go on that travel and travel, and you feel that, then you know what it feels like, and it pushes you to yeah. get out there and get it. You know, that's how. And there's and there's also there's no point in. If you're constantly just working, 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 trying to get from this point to this point to this point, but never stop along the way to actually enjoy any of it, then what's the point? Like it's all well and good to achieve all this, all the success and knock off all your goals, but if you don't actually stop to enjoy it, then then are you haven't are you are you actually really that successful? Are you, are you achieving that much if you haven't actually enjoyed it along the way or not? 
It's so special. Right. So you're so right, Danny. Like, you know, um, you know, for me, number one thing for me, my life's been creating memories. Um, creating mm. memories, man. There's things that you can, you know, no matter where you are, you can think back or you can talk about it amongst friends while you're sitting down having a couple of drinks and say, I remember that time. And those things you can't put value on. You can't put a monetary value on because they're just things that are for free. There's the memories that you've created, right? But also, mate, you know, one of the things that I've learned a lot in the last two weeks, being here by myself, you know, uh, I've been blessed enough to be in a beautiful place, have beautiful views and all that. But I'll tell you what, mate, when you don't have anyone to share it with, it's yeah. bloody, it's, it's really, really, you know, really makes you think that, you know, like you could have everything in the world, but if you have no one to share it with, it's quite sad. And, you know, we forget that. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's kind of, you know, for me personally, uh, you know, I sit there and I'm like, wow, you know, this is nice, but I've got no one to share it with right now because of the circumstances. It's funny, I was talking to a friend um, last week who just bought this new car and it is unbelievable new car yeah. and you know he, he's very lucky he lives with his partner and stuff but um yeah. doesn't doesn't live in melbourne anymore yeah and um and i was talking to him i said like oh how how's the new car like he's absolutely loving it yeah. and he's like yeah it's like you know it's his dream car and he said yeah. it's amazing yeah. you know so and so loves it but he's like i've got one we're already started in lockdown so he's like couldn't really go anywhere anyway but yeah. also like all his mates most of his mates are back here so he's like you know i, I haven't enjoyed as much as what i probably could because i haven't been able to share it with the people that are that i'm closest with and that are going to enjoy it with me so yeah. um like yeah you hit the nail on the head there yeah spot on man like you know life's all about joy and memories and friendship and all that and and that said um i i, I really really value our friendship you know it's, it's been it's been great to have you in my life and, you know, it's funny how, you know, you know, we said everything happens for a reason, how, you know, I'm a massive believer of that, you know, what, you know, what Danielle said. And also, like, for me, it's, I'm a massive believer of, you know, we cost parts in life, you know, for a reason. There's so much, there's so many people out there, you know, that we could cost parts with, yeah? And sometimes a good reason, sometimes a bad reason, but it's a reason. Yeah. So I've been blessed enough to have you in my life. Um, that said, Danny, like, you know, I, I tend to end my show with a question that I have, you know, there's one question that I have for most of my guests, if not all, is that yeah. what, what, what do you, you know, what is your advice to people out there um, that, are, that are trying to create their own niche and their own business or create their own dreams? Uh, you know, if you could say anything based on your amazing journey, you know, getting up from Horsham, coming down, playing professional basketball, going through the injury, creating a you know, it's an amazing business that you've created, um, you know, and go through life's motions and all that. What advice would you give out, give to the people out there that are trying to create something for themselves? I think there's a few parts of it. The first thing yeah. is that I, I really think it's so important to find out what your purpose is, like what your why is, yeah. because if it's just something that you've seen everyone else do, or it's something that you've seen makes a lot of money or blah, blah, blah you're not going to have the motivation to get up and do it every day on the days you can't be bothered. So the first thing is actually knowing what your, your passion is yep. and knowing your purpose because that's what's going to fuel you to keep going. The second thing is to, you know, I believe that you should always, you should, the main priority on your mind should be always to be serving, serving others. So if you've got a business, if you've got a business, most likely your business is going to be serving others in some way or another. So yep. if you go into every single thing you do with the, with the mindset of actually serving others, yeah. And the rest will come. The money will come. The success will come. Blah blah blah. Oh, all that stuff will come. 
But if you're serving others and what you put out will come back. And then the third thing is that I'm most underrated out of all of them is consistency. Yeah, everyone, so many people are super motivated after they go to um, a seminar or listen to a podcast for two weeks and then all of a sudden it drops right off and all the little things that they're doing, they're no longer doing. I'm a huge believer in doing the small things exceptionally well on a daily basis. So the things that aren't big and flashy, like you, you often hear on podcasts, with people that are, you know, people that are really successful, people like yourself, people, I'm sure people ask you all the time, like, what's the one thing that has led to your success or what's like the, the secret that you've got that no one else is doing? And I just don't think there is any secrets. It's doing the stuff that nobody wants to do, the hard thing, doing it exceptionally well on a daily basis for a long, long, long period of time. And, and, um, and that's, I believe that's what builds up the momentum and gets results. You're spot on, man. It's all about consistency and resilience and not giving up. I always say, stop the smart ones that win. It's the persistent ones. And, you know, it's about never giving up. You know, as long as you don't give up, as long as you're persistent, as long as you show up. It's got to show up. Yeah, every day. You got to show up, yeah. <laughs> you know, show up and get it done. Every day. Exactly. Man, you know, I could sit here and talk to you for hours because I'm enjoying this so much. No, it's been fun. It's been so fun. <laughs> you know, thank you for joining the podcast and, you know, um, I, I really, really look up to you, Daddy, when it comes to what you do and as a person that you are, you know, and, and all, all the credit also to your parents, mate, you know, there's, there's always, you Thank know, you. your parents behind you because that make you who you are as a person, they give you the foundation. So all the credit to your parents, all the credit to your girlfriend, all the credit above all to yourself, mate. So thank you. And I can't wait for us to share this on, um, you know, on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. and, Man, thank you. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Like, I, I really appreciate it. Um, I really value our friendship as well. I've learned a heap from you, and um, I love the fact that you have that you have, um, you know, you got outside your comfort zone and started the podcast because already. And I'm, so, I'm sure you, you know, you've been posting messages up on your story every day of people sending you DMs, and that's the that's where you get the most enjoyment out of this is being able to see the effect it has on other people. And you know, someone like yourself has so much to share with everyone else. So. Um, as I said before, like if you, if you're constantly thinking about serving others, which you obviously are, then, um, it'll come back to you. So thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, look forward to having you back on my show again soon. Love to mate. And then, and before I finish off, I just want to share something with my viewers and our viewers is that Danny was a catalyst why I started the podcast. You know, I was talking about it for so many years (laughs) and, you know, mate, and all the kudos to you. And I, I really want to put that out there and say, thank you for pushing me to actually get on with it and even showing me, you know, I remember showing the, my equipment and showing you and, you know, you actually yeah. said me how to do it. Yeah. So I really want to thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Look forward to being back on your show again, mate. God bless. And, you know, please everybody tune in. Send us any questions to myself and Danny that you might have. We're here to help as much as we can and put our two cents worth it. God bless. Have a fantastic day. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it.